0: FM Talk Podcast, The Any Fry Show YouTube Live Chat Poll of the Day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods.
2: That is exactly what I needed
0: to hear. Thank God, someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us.
3: That's right.
0: Gotta love this American
3: ride.
0: You need to take the time and
1: get the full picture. ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not
0: Anchor Lady.
4: What do you want from me?
2: I'm not a sweet sake of keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not a Mary,
1: This is the Annie Fry Show.
2: Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Appreciate you being with us this afternoon. It's going to have, we're going to have some weather coming in. I, I get really excited for dramatic weather.
4: So, do you? So yeah. do I. I do it's I hand- when the it's this oldest kind person of, thing I do. I don't know. This kind of dramatic weather does not excite me. It This is, the old person to me says, oh, this is the stuff where I got to be responsible and open my cabinet doors and check my pipes <laughs> and that is, kind of stuff. <laughs>
3: This is the kind of stuff where if my heater quits working, I don't make it. Just
2: call our comfort service. There you go. I didn't know you were going with the cabinet doors thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe this is the converse. This is the thing where you have to start taking a bunch of responsibility, and I have no idea of the responsibilities that are necessary, which is why it's pleasantly exciting for me. Yeah,
4: it really is a role reversal. This
2: is what it's like to be you?
4: Yeah, that's what it's mostly like. I like it. I don't like this. (laughs) I'd lose sleep doing this. Mm-hmm. Gotta go around. <laughs> hey, everybody, check your cabinet doors. Make sure your uh, pipes are not, you know, the ones that are too close to the outside of the house. Make sure they're insulated. If they're not, you really
3: got to watch them. Planning those. for every possible contingency. yep let me ask you this question. You all night.
2: Should you just have those pipes insulated just as a practice instead of just worrying about them when it gets cold?
4: Yeah, yeah, you should. You should.
2: So if you did that, you wouldn't have to worry about it anymore? Well, it.
4: You just don't know.
2: Maybe you, you want to wear. You just never and.
4: know which ones, because you think you think I, you got it all. That
2: is the old man thing in you. You need to worry about it. I kind of do. There you go. <laughs> and all the women out there who have a, a a male spouse of a certain age are going, yep, yep, pointing at the old man. who has got the things they need to worry about. He and gets that's him one through of the them through the day
4: and making sure you know it, not in this season, but. Making sure the landscaping looks good enough that the neighbors aren't going to say anything. That's light, very old,
3: man. Do you follow man. your kids around flipping light switches?
4: I can't say I don't. <laughs> little bit.
2: I'm a light switch person.
4: Are you? Got to pref- keep them off?
2: Yes. I prefer it. But I don't understand why it's so hard. You never leave a room without passing the light switch.
4: Oh, man. I'm not too worried about the light switch thing, especially in the basement. Now, I do turn them off sometimes if my kids are leaving them off upstairs. But in the basement, I kind of want the lights on because it's scary down there. <laughs> <laughs> just leave those on. <laughs> I can just see Ryan at the top of the stairs Ryan's down. children
2: are like, Dad, would you please turn the lights off?
3: <laughs> I will. I will after you go to bed. <laughs> I leave them on all night. <laughs> do you, like, run up the stairs after you flip the light switch off in the basement?
4: Because mm-hmm. of ghosts.
3: <laughs> what if they're nice?
4: Well, the nice ones won't grab my heels, so they, I'm not worried about them. I'm worried what? about the mean ones.
2: What do the ghosts do after they grab your heels?
4: They just shake them up a little bit, <laughs> and then, though, unfortunately, they enter your soul.
2: Oh, I just thought they <laughs> ate you. Get it? Enter your soul?
4: Your shoes? Such a bad joke. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> do not.
0: You're
4: well- You're welcome. St. Louis, you're welcome.
2: That was more like... St. Clair County. That was for them.
4: There's somebody These out there. These are your there. people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that they're right here in the heart of St. Louis. Like St. Louis, the art snobs are going, I didn't even care about that joke because they listen a lot. <laughs> uh, but the people <laughs> out the on, the rim, on the outer rim, they're like, I got gotcha. you. I got you. We were, gotcha.
2: <laughs> we were all real thick in the art snob category <laughs> on the yeah. demographic. We're the number one mm-hmm. rated show. Hmm. Probably not.
4: Yeah, Fox <laughs> Theater nerds. They love us.
2: How old are your oldest kids? Nine. Twins. Do you ever have moments that smack you in the face that, like, time is moving faster than you can manage?
4: Yeah. When I look at a picture of maybe a year or two ago, you don't notice that they're getting older when you see them every day. When you see those pictures, you go, oh, man, you're not a little kid anymore. And it it does make me a little bit sad. But I also am proud because they're becoming adults and they're doing a great job. So –
2: do you, your, does your wife handle it the same?
4: She's much more sentimental about it. She do you tell her to get
2: a grip? I said,
4: grow a pair. <laughs> it's 2024. Which I'm glad she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but she is much more sentimental and just, I think, longs for those days when they were little and cuddly a little bit more than, than I do.
2: Isn't it weird well, I preface this with my son's eighth grade basketball, eighth grade night is tonight. It's his last home game. And man, that's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I don't, it's weird to long for the days which I still have with my two year old that are also freaking hard. <laughs> they are you, hard. Like, you don't, you don't, I don't know what I'm trying to hold on to.
4: You can't, you can't hold on to it. And the harder you try to hold on to it, the more you don't live in the moment and the more you're grieving that you're not able to hold it. You know, you got to just you you have to just experience it. Enjoy it.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it's just not easy.
4: It's not. There's no manual on how to do that.
2: It seems like with, you know, all of the things that my oldest has gone through, you're just kind of breaking new barriers with it. It's always the hardest with the oldest. So that I mean that's I don't think that that's an earth-shattering acknowledgement but you you do all of these first things with the oldest, I mean almost always the first things with the oldest. And I have one son and he is the oldest. So all of the things that are the first for him in some capacities, not all of them, but in a lot of those capacities it's also the last for us. And I think I've done a really good job. My husband and I together have done a really good job of being able to be as present as possible. In fact, we probably couldn't be more present than we are. And we've always prioritized being there over the idea of, you know, having other obligations. He has a job. I have a job. Sometimes our job pulls us away from our kids. It is very much so the exception to the rule. But I also think I, I don't. I, I'm i trying to balance what's healthy because there are so, you know, I, I don't, I haven't read the comments right now that are coming in. I put up a tweet on Twitter, which is where you put tweets at <laughs> any, actually, it's X. And I posted this picture of him at, he was probably two to three years old. He's Molly's age and he's got a basketball and, and he's actually in the gym of the high school he's going to go to. And, I mean, that feels like it was yesterday, and people will always comment, don't blink. And I know that's very well-intended advice, and I understand the truth and the gravity behind it, but it's not really helpful. It actually sends me more into a panic. And maybe, I mean, I think it's probably a more of a female thing. I can see that it hits my husband, too, as time is moving on, but it's very hard to balance, especially in this day and age. Like, when we were growing up in the 90s, You know, smack you across the face, tell you to get together. And then I don't know. Did you guys all just cry in public? What did you do? (laughs) Like, where were the emotions in the 80s and 90s? (laughs) Because right now everybody is supposed to live everything. I say supposed to. People are encouraged to because so many people are doing it. Live all of their emotions completely and totally on the surface for everybody to see. And you're supposed to be like 100% 100 present in your emotions. But I don't know that that's really the healthy way to do it either. So I'm really trying hard to not miss the moment because I'm trying to be too strong. But also it's it's, at some point it's like I had dinner with uh, some people last night and they have their youngest is 16. Very lovely couple was excited to be able to sit down and meet with them. They've got girls who are in college and their youngest is 16. And they were talking about the idea of being empty nester soon. And I said to them, I'm like, Are you kind of ready for it, though? And they were like, yeah, we kind of are. And then they started talking about wanting to travel and, you know, how different that's going to be. And I find it interesting how, like, I remember when my son was turning four, and all of a sudden, I remember where I was standing in my house when I realized he's going to be double digits soon. And it, like, I had to sit down. Like, I couldn't even understand the concept of having a child who was that old. But then they get there, and you just... You still have emotions about it. You're you still feel the weight of it, but it's easier to take when they go from nine to 10 than it is when you think about them going from four to 10. Yeah, but these moments that happen that. I've said this a couple times this week, even I just don't do endings well, and I it's very hard for me to embrace the beginning that comes after the ending because those two things definitely go hand in hand. But it's, it's difficult. And I don't, I don't know in this day and age, like, what is the healthy amount of emoting that I'm supposed to do? And I'm not talking about on Fortnite.
4: I, you're supposed to do whatever you want to do. Uh, the problem is that I think we value emotion so much because it's so genuine emotion is both lacking because people use it so inauthentically online and in things that people want to see real emotion. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to let people see whenever you're going through everything. Just go through it the way you need to go through it. I would say to answer your question about the way a guy feels about this. You telling
2: me I should get my act together on the Annie Fry show right now.
4: <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that you're embarrassing everyone. I
2: know. I'm. I am embarrassing myself. I mean, well, I, I could see. I, I could see you.
4: It. I could see that just just popped up. I could see it happen. So just whatever, you know. I mean, this is what we do three hours a day. We're just talking about life, but. When you ask about the way a guy feels, I can tell you, I don't know if this is the way your husband feels, but the word bittersweet is kind of is kind of accurate. <laughs> but it's 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 less bittersweet and more like satisfied grief. Because it's it's a strong emotion, but there's a deep satisfaction in what you've done and what you've helped do in the life of somebody who you love so much and you look at him and you're just like good god you're amazing i'm so proud of you yet gosh i wish i could go back to when you were 4 and just listen to you talk to your sister and just just listen in again just to see what that was like and experience that again you know and so we've got these videos and things but it's never going to be the same but it's a it's a deep satisfaction and it is so good There's something very, very good about it. And when I feel that, and and I'll tell you, I may not feel it to the level that you're feeling it right now. But there are times that I feel that in such a deep way that I'm like, I wish I were with my six-year-old right now just so I could hug him to death. (laughs) I mean, it's it's like, where are you right now so I can tell you how, how amazing and how proud I am of you? And I don't know if that's the same as, as a woman would feel, but that is definitely there for Well, me. you do know
2: what women feel like. You have very fine new sense. <laughs>
4: well, I mean, some say that I'm I'm pretty much perfect in that regard. I don't say that, but clearly that's where you were leading.
3: Man, he's sitting here and listening to you guys talk about this. This is, this is what I'm hearing is love. Like you're talking about loving somebody. Yeah. And and going through it and experiencing it and, and what that's like. I th- I think this is it's going to sound weird. This is amazing. Um that that people can care that much for somebody and and this is the good in the world. And like the emotions that you're experiencing in this moment are those emotions of love. You don't have those emotions if it's not the caring for this individual. There's nothing selfish about it. There's nothing prideful about it. It's it's just one of the few pure things left in the world.
4: When I when I first had my kids my dad said something to me that never, I, I never really digested in that moment, but I've always remembered it and it'll come back every now and then. I'll go, Oh, yeah. Is that he'll go, He said, uh, You'll never know a kind of, and he was saying it to me, mm-hmm. which is why it's, it stuck mm-hmm. with me because he was trying to tell me this about himself, but he was, he was just saying, You're going to experience this. So you'll never experience the kind of love that you're about to experience for your, mm-hmm. your son and your daughter. And I, I I thought well that's great advice because I am about to experience that I'm sure, mm. and then mm. when I do sometimes I'll think about my dad and be like I don't know what those moments were for him for with me mm. but I about know your that... brother,
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they weren't for me I don't know what they were for me. And him. did
2: he say your brother is <laughs> <just> so <laughs> your special to me your brother's a neat guy man
4: <laughs> you need to talk to him more, <laughs> but he. He said that and I've always thought, gosh, you know what? He was trying to convey something and and he knew that I wouldn't get it in that moment, but that there are times that I remember it while I'm experiencing that with my own kids that it's like, wow, he was doing that to me too.
2: It's just weird to feel so strongly about something that is particular to you and that nobody else in the face of the planet can understand how you feel about your kid because those people feel that way maybe about their children. And if you were in a, like, he's also the only eighth grader. So there's no other... There's going to be no gaggle of moms who's going to be like, oh, our little ones are all... Grow-. I mean, it's... In in most cases, there are several eighth graders. His class is a little unique. He's the only one who plays um, plays a sport. And so it is... It's just weird to have such a strong emotion about something that other people aren't feeling in that moment, but also know that everybody has had their own moments like that. And it, and it, I mean, he'll, we'll celebrate him tonight at the basketball game. And it's just a basketball game. I mean, it's not like he doesn't come home with me when he's done. And it's not like, honestly, when we get home, I'll be like, don't leave your shoes by the door. Go take a shower. You smell bad. Get in bed. You got school tomorrow. Did you do your homework? I mean, like all of these things will just snap right back into the routine after this basketball game is over. But it just seems like as a parent, every once in a while, one of these moments, it pops up and and time around you stands still. And when it snaps back, it's like you're just five years later down the road. It just seems like parenting is this series of all of the routine, that goes on in between moments like this. And then you get into a moment like this, and I'm like, God dang it, I don't want to be in a moment like this. (laughs) Really stupid to do it on the air, though. Really dumb. What was I thinking? I didn't know I was going to do that.
4: You know what you need to think about tonight is that instead of thinking about after the game, in the middle of the game, think about the fact that when you get done with that game, no, you're not just going to go back to normal. You are going to wave goodbye to him on a ship. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to sail away for the last time, and you're going to go, Oh, my gosh. I really hope we had a good this game. This
2: is really extreme, guys.
4: <laughs> gosh, what a day. This is
2: outrageous. And Why you're wasn't here I today? about this? What are this? you doing here? Your son's
4: leaving on a ship today. Well, the
2: people on, on listening to this show matter to me, too. <laughs> I get emotional about each one of you like this.
4: This happens, I'm telling you, off air at 2.56 every day she does She's this. She's
3: just like, Andrew Weber. <laughs>
4: Other random names from the chat. He, she just starts saying them and crying at yeah. 2.56 every day.
2: I keep saying I need my scooter. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. and she, it's weird when she goes,
2: <laughs> balls. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jackie.
2: Vicky. In reality, though, how long have you been on the show?
4: Uh, a little over four years, four and a half years. How like many that. times
2: have you ever seen me get emotional?
4: Today. <laughs> and that's it. Just today. Very rarely. But it's when you talk about your kids. Yep. And when you hit milestones. I hate them. Yeah, you do.
2: Can we get no, back No, you to don't f- hate
4: them. Don't hate them. Uh, you like them. We should this get is good
2: stuff. Back to arguing about whether Trump really wants to be a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> it seems as though the jury is still out. Wait, this is a non-jury trial.
4: <laughs> That's right.
2: Oh. I mean, honestly, there are times where we get... We're, we're, and I, re- I respect this about you, too, as a listener, that there are days where we're combing through the most, the dumbest, stupidest, but actually happening things that are going on in the world. And they matter, but they don't matter more than what's going on in your life today. It doesn't matter if if you just got a diagnosis of something that is life-changing for you. It doesn't matter if you had something that is incredible that has happened to you today and that you know supersedes everything here. It doesn't matter if you buried your parent today. Life is happening, and that is all of the stuff that supersedes every single thing that we talk about when it comes to politics on this show. Those are real things that are happening. They're consequential things that are happening, but if we ever allow The type of nonsense that we are so willfully fighting over all day long that at the end of the day, you're likely not to come to an agreement with the people who you're fighting with. You're not going to change anything. In fact, the only thing that you will change is push the people on the opposite opposite (laughs) side of the issue further into their thoughts and 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 firmness in the opposite side of the issue. It's 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 a repellent to get people in to to talk about issues that actually matter. And these things are all substandard to what is actually going on in our life. Like we as people, as Americans, as free citizens who have families and struggles and health concerns and, uh, you know, relationship issues, like all of that stuff needs to be focused on and prioritized more than these things. These things do matter, but they don't matter more than those relationships. Which is why I distract myself these with them things, so much. <clears throat> these things matter
4: insofar as they affect the things we've just been talking about. Right. Because sometimes they do, and a lot of times very, very directly. Being able to hug your loved ones, but only through plastic, mm. you know? I mean, that stuff's real. We've lived that. So it yeah. does matter, but it matters insofar as it affects these things.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break and uh, bring Trish in here and talk a little, Annie, are you Okay. I'm handing over the keys. It's that time on Thursday. Let's do it. I care nothing anymore. I have no emotions. I'm heartless, stone cold, Annie Fry. Yeah, From that's on the out. one I like. <laughs> I don't know if it is.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.
1: News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bitch!
2: All right. Let's take a quick break. Trisha, when we come back. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Appreciate you being here with us. Um, I'm just going to get straight to it. I'm not going to mess around. Let's get Trisha on here and in here.
1: And now it's time to play, is Annie okay with this? Annie, you okay?
2: You okay, Annie? I love that that's still Jason Church. You know, <laughs> it just occurred to me. He's I actually Jason didn't Church.
5: know that What? J- that's Jason Church? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I had no idea. From when I was on Saturdays. Interesting. Love him. From That's the great. old place. That's was from, <laughs> from days of yours. From yes. the before times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, Walmart will use AI to restock customers' refrigerators. What? Yeah, it's one of the stories. I'm going to tell it. Earlier this <laughs> week, the company announced new AI powered technologies. Uh, one of these new features will be the ability to study Walmart plus members' shopping habits and replenish pl- pl- their refrigerators. That's a s- statement. The service will create personalized algorithm that will restock customers' essentials exactly when they need them. Unlike typical subscription services, it will adjust to user habits and deliver accordingly. Annie, are you okay with Walmart keeping track of grocery needs?
2: No. I think there's a point where technology becomes intrusive and not helpful. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are you doing with your time that Walmart... Like, what is Walmart providing you when it comes to time and brain power? I don't think that people are going to naturally take this freeing up of time and brain power and apply it to more helpful things, pretty soon everything's just going to be done for you.
4: Yeah, I kind of like that. <sighs> oh, <man. laughs> I, I kind of want to sign up for this service. Walked right any, into that anytime, anytime it goes, hey, you're getting low on milk, I'm gonna be like, that's great. I didn't have to think about that. It's just going
2: to deliver me more milk. How much milk do you, like, what's the milk purchase in the Wiggins house? We
4: drink a lot of milk because I drink a lot of milk. But my kids are also drinking a lot of milk because I. How drink a lot
2: frequently of milk. do you purchase how much milk?
4: I would say four gallons a week. Is that a lot? Wow!
2: I think we go through more than that.
4: You have more kids than I do.
2: Do you and Jared both drink milk? I don't know that Jared drinks milk on anything. I don't consume a lot of milk. I might have. I might have one bowl of cereal a week, maybe less. I love cereal. Mm. I don't eat it because I like it so much that I don't want to miss it. Does that make sense? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, the thing about milk is that I gotta sneak drinking it because I don't ever pour it in a glass.
2: You have a drinking problem? I do, (laughs) and I
4: don't want my kids to see me drinking out of the out of the (laughs) carton, so I always sneak it. And then I don't drink as much before kids. I probably was having more milk than I am now.
2: So you always drink out of the gallon? Yeah, I just. Are you serious right now? Well, not always, but no, (laughs) no, he's serious. I'm I'm
4: somewhat serious here. I, I do drink out of a glass sometimes. But there's a lot of times that I just want some milk, and I don't want to deal with the hassle of getting a glass and then dirtying a glass and like then an washing adult. a glass. Is your I kitchen like
5: huge? It. It's really far to go walk to get the glass.
4: Oh yeah, we live in like a gigantic mansion.
5: <laughs> I'll drink out of the carton.
4: That's like, we will only you? keep the yeah. milk in kitchen number <laughs> no, two. No, Anne, <laughs> I will drink out of the carton. Good, thank yeah. you. Stop it, you guys. Uh, thank you. So was, gross. Why
2: don't you have? Why don't you have two cartons? Do you have two at a time?
4: Yeah, but I can't ever keep track. That's a lot of work too. You know, you, know, you got to mark one, make sure you're drinking out of the right one.
2: I have. I have Wait, a fi- what,
4: apparently I, you figured this out. Tell I me have, what you do. No,
2: I don't drink out of just one. I just drink out of the one that's open. Well, yeah,
4: me too. Well, what you are you just, implying? I thought you were implying that you would have one for the, the adults to drink out of and the other one was for the kids to pour.
2: Well, we don't have adults who would do that. Jared doesn't. It's, adults. To my, to my knowledge, Jared would be very ashamed of me <laughs> so you don't have the anti-gallon and no, then the kid gallon. i don't drink that much milk okay like you do
4: well what's your solution then i don't get it
2: don't i don't have a solution okay i'm just wondering my question was if you have more than one gallon of milk in your house at a time or do oh, yeah. you just always replenish one
4: no, no no we always have two sometimes three
2: we could have we could buy four gallons of milk at a time and they wouldn't spoil
3: no yeah we wouldn't either For what sure. about
2: you brad impressive
3: half a gallon a week
2: do you, do you only cook with it, or does anybody drink Terry it?
3: Terry drinks it. She drinks it with every dinner meal, but I, every now and then, we will have a bowl of cereal, but that's about my extent of using milk.
5: What about you, Tricia? Mm, about the same consumption-wise. I drink it, though. About but, one glass a day. So a gallon a week? Half a gallon, probably. Wow.
4: If I could keep milk from going bad quickly, I would store it here at work on my shelf like soda. That's how much I love milk.
2: <laughs> you should try that. Mark Hawks would appreciate you for it.
3: <laughs> Just sitting on the shelf, warm. Trying something new, leave Mark. <laughs> hey, Mark, you want some milk?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I would say. <laughs> I didn't mean to leave you out, buddy. What was the What was the actual question?
5: <laughs> Are you <laughs> okay with Walmart keeping track of your grocery? No, gains?
2: I think it's. I think it's bizarre. I don't really. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's nothing that I subscribe and save to. There's nothing. There's no good that comes to me without me mm-hmm. purchasing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're okay.
5: Travis Kelsey lookalike can visit your Super Bowl po- watch party for just one thousand five hundred dollars. That's it.
4: I'll visit it for cheaper than that.
5: Ahead of but do you got here fourteen hundred
4: going once? You get what you, twice. you pay for. Yeah, that's true. I'll I wear I his jersey. Seven dollars. <laughs> and a gallon of milk.
5: Show of up the... in an Eagles jersey. Twenty twenty four Super a Bowl. BetUS, an online sports book, has launched a new service that will allow fans of Kansas City Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, to hire a lookalike to visit their party. <laughs> These lookalikes can be booked to attend your party, take pictures, and answer football-related questions.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am Travis Kels. Ask me any tight end Kels. questions. Kels.
5: <laughs> For just $1,500. Annie, are you okay with impersonators? <sighs> I mean, I'm not opposed to anyone trying to make a living.
4: What about Seinfeld impersonators? Thank Who you.
2: are these people? And then something about peanuts. <laughs> <And> then peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither a peanut uh, nor a nut. I don't know. Who I, are these people? I, I impersonators and impressionists. I think an impression is harder to do than an impersonation. Hmm. Did you see Vivek Ramaswamy on the campaign trail with Brett Baer, and Brett Baer asked him some questions in the form of Donald Trump?
4: No. <laughs>
2: I. I Got home, uh, like I said, had a, a, a long, uh, very nice dinner last night, and then I came home and I was trying to catch up on everything. I'm gonna be honest; I don't feel great. I've kind of got this cold that's setting in, and my throat was on fire. So I was gonna watch all this news, and I ended up having the news on and laying in my bed listening to it. And I was, I thought it was Donald Trump because it was Brett Baer. like at a campaign stump speech, and then he was talking about if Trump asked you to. I don't remember what he said, but all of a sudden he started doing it like Donald Trump. And I just turned up. And I'm like, what is that? There's Brett Bayer impersonating Donald Trump.
4: So this wasn't a viral clip. This was on the news.
2: No, he is. I was having a fever dream.
4: Wow. Was he good? Was he a good impersonator?
2: I knew he was doing Trump. That's good enough. Okay. I mean, he didn't like change his outfit, which well, would have probably just that. been a red tie. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like him. I love people who do really good impressions. That's really entertaining for me. If you look like somebody, I kind of just think it's creepy, but I also, <laughs> isn't it though? I, I agree. Like yeah. your entire existence is to look as much like somebody else as you possibly yeah. can. Wow, that guy
4: looks just like Marty Feldman.
2: But if you were, if if you were blessed, Ryan, with the ability to look exactly like John Fetterman and someone wanted to pay you to, to show up and act like John Fetterman, you'd be doing it.
4: Oh yeah. Seven bucks and a gallon of milk. <laughs> Some gym shorts. <laughs> I'd be wearing that and anyway. And some
2: hard truths that people need to hear. Yeah. <laughs> mustache. Very bizarre. Do you like him? Do you like impersonations? Impersonators?
4: Uh, I don't know. It's an art form that I guess if somebody's really nailing it, you got to tip the hat. But it's not something I really seek out.
2: I don't want to like hang around. Though. Yeah,
4: I don't know either. It's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, creepy.
4: And.
2: Oh,
5: sorry. <laughs> Fruit should probably
2: just move on at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how long we were gonna sit here.
3: Yeah, it's about that long. Trying to find that Brett Bear impression.
2: Okay,
5: Mr.
3: Bear, to you.
2: No, to you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Fruit Stripe Gum is being discontinued after being on. The market for fifty-four years. This is the zebra gum. The news is was confirmed in a statement from the Ferrera Candy Company. A rep for the company said the decision to sunset the product was not taken lightly, and we consider <laughs> yeah, many 52 factors. Fifty-two years, not lightly. Before right before coming to this decision, uh, this is the gum with the temporary tattoos that taste amazing for like thirty seconds. Uh, Annie, are you okay with fruit stripe gum being no more? I if. If I were dictator for a day,
2: <laughs>
3: what would you do? This is serious now. This,
2: Yeah, I know. I'm making a threat. I'm real close <laughs> to being able to pull this off.
4: Pull that for campaign ads in the future.
2: I would, yeah. Mark it right here, 242, January 11th. Annie wants to be a dictator. I do, because I would eliminate gum from the earth. Ooh. Mm. No, nobody gets to enjoy gum ever again.
4: What about if you could make a gum that was swallowable? So candy. it wasn't littering the sidewalks and <laughs> that, stuff. I
2: don't care about it being on the sidewalks. I don't want to hear or see you with your gum. Okay. And if you're ever if you're ever in a really quiet space with a stranger who is, every single time they open their mouth, you can hear the gum. Man, I, I can't handle that.
4: For the record, I wish the makers of Fruit Stripe would have taken this decision lightly. <laughs> <laughs> they are like, we've been making this thing for like 52 years. Do you want to stop? Yeah. I think so. Real
5: flip about it.
4: Yeah.
2: It's kind of like our <laughs>
4: rand, but I'm so bored.
5: Fine.
2: <laughs> Does it bother any of you to hear people chewing gum?
5: Yeah, I hate Yeah, it. If
4: they're smacking if it, pretty yeah, hard. If it gets
5: yeah.
2: Yeah,
4: wet. Mm-hmm. Good. Just
2: want to make sure. You see this right here?
4: If it's wet, yes. If they're chewing a dry gum, that's fine.
2: These are earplugs that I can put in if somebody is eating loud. this is like the most. They're not
4: in there. Uh Oh, Uh oh. Uh -oh.
2: (laughs) Oh This this fruit
4: stripe discontinued those earplugs. Get the go.
2: This yeah, I'm starting to get really uncomfortable. (laughs) Those were served to me in an ad on some social media thing, and they sold me. I was like, if it works, I'll give you any amount of money. And you just put them in, and it it's like tones down the ambient noise that's around you. Actually, works pretty well. I wish I knew where they were. Did I drop them?
5: Other things that will be no more. Best Buy is going to stop selling Blu-rays and DVDs. Best Buy announced that they will no longer carry movies, including DVDs and 4K Blu-rays. According to what sounds like a disgruntled uh, source, the store will also stop selling, quote, physical movies online, including 4K titles and special edition steelbooks that collectors look forward to. Annie, are you okay with the end of Blu-rays and DVDs? No, because I use those in my car
2: and my car i I, my, I think my car can hook up to the internet but i think that's ridiculous <laughs> uh and the computer or the the tvs that we have in the car they, they take dvds now i'll be honest i don't know i think i bought i think i bought in Kanto from a store but i think all of the other dvds that we use or Blu-rays, or whatever, are all yard sale purchases, and I've got no problem with that. But if if new movies come out and you want to play that for your kid in the backseat on a long drive, what do you do now? You just SOL?
4: Yeah, it's weird going to stores that sell old DVDs and CDs because you will see the same exact... Oh, there's Jagged Little Pill again. Oh, there's a Matchbox 20 CD. You don't oh, see anything past a certain era because they just didn't make them much. Oh, there's Matrix 1. Can I find Matrix 3? Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just seems seems like they should still sell them online. Mm-hmm. I can understand not putting if I can understand not putting a lot of your actual floor space dedicated to a dying medium, but I don't understand why you wouldn't still sell them online. And it sounds like they're not going to. Mm-hmm.
5: That's what they're saying. Uh, Rookie, I wish they wouldn't. All right, one more. Mountain Dew Baja Blast is coming to a store near you. In honor of its 20th anniversary, the bright blue Dew is going to be available at stores nationwide through 2024. Typically, the drink is only available at Taco Bell's and on shelves for special occasions. Annie, are you a fan of or are you okay with Baja Blast? I don't
2: think I've ever had it. Really? They don't have diet, right? No. I don't, I will not consume any calories from a soda. I mean, I know that, like, diet soda is not the avenue you go down to, like, make really healthy choices mm-hmm. but it's better than the sugar that you get in i think regular soda so no i've never had it it seems like this is maybe a holy grail for you
4: no, no i never it. really got into the the mountain dew drinks for some reason i i don't know why but i do remember when this came out i was i think i was just in college or right around there all, all a, lot of, a lot of these sodas were coming out code and they were designed yeah code red was another one Drink they code were red. designing the the labels to look real hard and cool and i remember a guy coming up to me that i worked with a golf course one time he goes you know that label right there that's designed to look like a tattoo on your arm <laughs> <laughs> and i was like does that mean i'm supposed oh. to drink it and he's like ah, "It's just a little bit awesome <laughs> like, okay then he got on his motorcycle and rode away he, oh yeah that dude was gone he was a ghost
5: <laughs> i don't know if that story's true or not
4: Uh, Up until the end I'm not okay with
5: that story
2: (laughs) Go back and listen Go back and watch yourself tell that story So you can consume it the way only The three of us in 113 I thought the story was going to be
4: more interesting So I had to make him a ghost at the end
2: Yeah and we totally believed you (laughs) Now he's hiding No wonder he's hiding under the stairs in your basement Trying to steal your soul Exactly that's why I don't go downstairs I leave the lights on well, I think we've gotten all of this out of the segment it's, that we yeah. can Yeah, we can Unless, like Ryan, there's more.
4: No, no, no. No, I'm fine. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I should have asked you that four minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get results of the YouTube live chat poll. If Trump were convicted on criminal charges, would that change your willingness to vote for him? Yes or no? Let us know what you think on the Annie Fry YouTube live chat. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Uh, We got a quick segment here before we turn it over to Mark Reardon. The YouTube live chat poll for today is if Trump were convicted on criminal charges, would that change your willingness to vote for him? Yes or no. I wanted to make sure that we didn't word this in a way that said, would you be more likely to vote for him? Because there are people who are not going to vote for him no matter what. Right. What about you? Criminally convicted of a charge. Is it possible that that conviction would change your willingness to vote for him?
4: I'm going to say no, because. It's not really going to change anything for me. Everything that he's going through has already inspired me to vote for the guy because it's just so ridiculous that I'm already kind of maxed out. I don't think it's really going to change for me. So I'm a no on this poll.
3: Brad? I know I'm going to make a lot of our liberal listeners mad, but I don't see any of these charges that have been brought up to them as legitimate. And so get mad at me if you want. I've seen what makes you cheer. Your boos mean nothing to me. <laughs> he's been waiting All day. All day. But my, my thing is this. No, it's not going to change anything. I would vote for Trump over, Donald, or over Joe Biden or anybody else the Democrats throw out there. It doesn't matter. Donald Trump might be my last choice, but he would still be a better choice than anything they can throw out at me.
2: Would the people on the left not vote for Joe Biden if he were found guilty of trading on the company dime, the country's dime, which is your dime? Would they not vote for Joe Biden on principle if Donald Trump were the guy on the other side of the aisle?
4: No, I think the far progressive left wouldn't. There might be people in the middle who just who just don't show up, but because stuff just mounts and they just go, Gosh, I just don't even want to be associated with this guy. But the hard left is gonna show up for him.
2: If Trump's on the ticket, I think people I don't I don't know what Joe Biden would have to do in order to mm-hmm. make people fully turn away who are still dedicated to voting for him now because of Donald Trump. Uh, Tim said, probably not. I'd rather vote for him than the corrupt, senile Biden. Vicky said no, and Trump has not been convicted of anything so far. Russell said, I voted no today. Doesn't mean my mind can't change, but we'll see what happens down the road today with all the clown shows going on. So no. Carlos says, nope. If these cases come about in the three years before the election season, I might be swayed. Now it's just a bit, a bid to get rid of DJT. So a lot of people in here saying no. John says I voted no he's still the better candidate looking back at all the crimes committed by other administrations and the blind eye turned to all of that, Clinton, Bush, Cheney, Obama, um, in the court. So I think, I think a lot of people here have the same kind of opinion towards it. I don't think it would change mine because I don't see anything that he's been charged of right now that I feel is a charge levied because of actual criminal actions. I think that he has not at all been treated the way other presidents have. And if we apply this type of aggressive, um, jurisprudence towards other presidents could they all have been charged with with felonies as well i think you could probably figure out a way to do that so i don't i'm a a no on this too on the annie fry youtube live chat poll today if trump were convicted on criminal charges would that change your willingness to vote for him 83 percent say no so we'll see i know that that's one of the things that a lot of people are saying in the primary is a reason not to vote for him 83 percent of over 200 votes on the annie fry show say they're sticking to their guns all right. Thank you for being here with us today. I'll let you know how eighth grade night goes tonight, tomorrow. Keep it right here because the Mark Rudin Show on 971 FM Talk, next.
0: Get more at 971 talkcom Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News.
1: In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet.